Welcome back to Unentitled Sports. This is episode number 13. We are back from our holiday hiatus, so we have plenty of things we are excited to talk about, the college football playoffs not being one of them. Lucas? We can do that if you want. That's all right. I'll pass. I, I'm totally there. <laughs> yeah. Um, just I, to touch on it real quick, I just I just want to say something real quick. When we when we had done our college football playoff preview, um, it was hilarious because we actually didn't even we literally never even considered that TCU was going to beat Michigan. And that was like that we we're like okay yeah like ha 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 what if like TCU meets Michigan lol. Um, but I think that just it, the fact that the 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 championship win the, went the way that it did just goes to show how terrible of a game that actually was like how much of a fluke that that game was so uh crushing loss unfortunately for our own ryan greenberg yeah and it, it was not a tcu win it was a michigan loss because every single possession was just riddled riddled with mistakes and unforced errors and miscues and head scratchingly stupid football super exciting game though that was an incredible yeah. game. Those two games, both the semifinals were, were were amazing, and then the finals was the worst game ever. <laughs> Literally, like after, oh my god, bro! I, like, I was on it. I was on it. I was on Georgia being the champion a while ago. Uh, just want to point that out. Super hot but, take, by the way. I know, incredible. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it came it came to fruition, um, and I have some more takes, and I just want I just want to like keep that in mind as we go on when we're talking about. Um, the NFL playoffs, how I'm just like usually right about things. <laughs> yeah, always, actually. Not Pretty even usually. Um, okay, so yeah, so great segue into the main talking point for today. Uh, we are in the meat of the NFL playoffs. It's the uh, AFC and NFC championship round, and our 49ers are taking on the Eagles uh, this Sunday at noon, and this is going to be a good game. Lucas, tell us why. Well, it is a incredible matchup between the two best teams in the NFC. I think it really just, you know, at a certain point, maybe probably week uh, 12 or 13, we figured out that, you know, there's three teams in the NFC that could potentially win a Super Bowl, and that was the Niners, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. And then the Cowboys sort of fell off at the end. We kind of realized that they had some problems. And then obviously, Dak Prescott played like Dak Prescott against the 49ers. <laughs> and it was just clear, like, the top two teams are very clearly the 49ers and the Eagles. So mm. this is the best product that the NFC can offer. Um, that's why it's going to be amazing. But also the way that these teams match up is such uh, such an interesting um, kind of like uh, connecting of the puzzle pieces because the 49ers have the number one defense in the entire league. But our worst part, and I've talked about it here before, is our coverage in deep situations. Yeah. We, we don't have the best cornerbacks in the league. We have... Traverius Ward, who's a good, solid cornerback. Mm -hmm. And then we have Lenore. And then we have Jimmy Ward, who lines up as a slot corner sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and then Gibson, who's like, all right, he plays safety. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he can plays kind of sometimes line up as a cornerback. So we don't have, like, elite cornerbacks. And Philly's number one threat on offense is their deep pass game, right? They have... They have R R yeah, and our RP RPOs. RPOs, exactly. And that sets up, you know, I'm just saying, like, they set up these deep throws yeah, I see plays, all the yeah. time. I feel like every time I, I watch Red Zone, it's always a deep pass to AJ, AJ Brown or, or Devontae Smith, and, you know, they make some crazy catch. Yeah. Um, so that's very interesting. And then on Philly's defense, that, that side of it, they are not a very good run defense. They're below league average in run defense, and the 49ers have the best run game in football. So... Um, this game is going to be really interesting. I could see it being high scoring. Might be one in the trenches. Both teams have great O lines and great D lines. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. I, I expect to see a high 
quality product of football. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope the Niners, you know, secondary isn't the reason we get knocked out of the playoffs for the third time yeah. under Shanahan. Um, I really, you know, fool me once, shame on you. You'll fool me twice. You know, pray to God it's not a third time. Um, hopefully, you know, bringing in Traverius Ward helped a lot. Uh, Gibson has stepped up a ton. Uh, Hufanga, even though he's a strong safety, helps out a lot. Definitely. So the, the secondary is improved. And um, surprisingly, Jimmy Ward. Or no, sorry, not Jimmy Ward. Jimmy, sorry, Fred Warner. <laughs> my, my bad. Yeah. Fred Warner. I don't know if you saw this play. That I happened. did. It was incredible. There was there was a whole ESP there was a whole ESPN article about it. It was it was, it was and I read like, it. Yeah, he's literally so fast. Like, yeah, he could, he's Greenlaw's fast, fast as, too as CD Lamb. It, it's yeah, crazy. and I think I think having two good fast linebackers yeah gives us as good of a chance as we could ask for to contain Jalen Hurts. Yes, um, absolutely. Which is, you know, um, not that I think that the Eagles shouldn't be taken seriously as a deep threat, but I I. My biggest concern would be the mobility of, of uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, not because I feel like that's a weakness for us, just because I feel like that's a strength of Hurts. Um, he runs the ball very, very well. Right. But if if anybody is equipped to uh, contain that and handle that, it is the 49ers. Yes, absolutely. I, I've definitely seen, like, I'm trying to think back this year if we ever really played any super mobile quarterbacks that weren't Patrick Mahomes. Um, I remember... At the beginning of the year, we played a different version of uh, uh, of what's his name, Ohio State from from Chicago, Fields. Justin Fields played a very different different version of Justin Fields in game two, I think, or game one of the of the year. Yeah, that was um, before they reconstructed their playbook. Yeah, uh, but I definitely have confidence that the Niners are capable of of containing the the uh, quarterback run, design quarterback runs in this kind of game kind of game. Yeah. Um, if they'd want to do that, though, hey, let's go. But I'm I'm more <laughs> concerned about what they are setting up with that and how that how that's going to affect. Yeah, their, right. Yeah. Well, terms. and and you know, the Niners will be more vulnerable to the deep ball yes. because of Hertz's mobility. Yeah. You know, say if we have to have a spy all the time, and then maybe you know, whoever's the linebacker that's on him isn't going to be able to be as effective uh, in the secondary. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how about? That guy, Brock Purdy. The last time we recorded, it was much. It was a much different yeah. situation going into this. I mean, we needed to have like a, a a talking about how is this going to work. Yeah. Right. The 49ers quarterback is the third quarterback, and we're like, what is what is this guy? Like he he showed out a little bit in his first game, and since then we literally have not lost a single game. So yeah. The best situation and it's, that could it's, possibly it's happen. been the best quarterback play. I've seen since maybe a good Colin Kaepernick. That's actually I think true. I think Brock Purdy has been better than Jimmy G ever has um, for the 49ers. It's been cl- you know like Jim- good say, Jimmy G was pretty good. I'd say Jimmy actually peaked this year. You like, think he was better this year than he was in 2019? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean he was playing the best football of his career. Uh, yeah, he had good numbers after the s- second or third game that he started. Yeah, um, I, th- I remember that Broncos loss was a very much a low point for him. Uh, yeah, that was that was tough, but. After that, he was he was really not making any too. mistakes. Yeah, um, yeah, Falcons was not good, but he was really not making any mistakes after that. Mm-hmm. And come in Brock Purdy, and he's playing pretty much as well, like like the exact same, like it just mistake, off, yeah, mistake, mistake free football, the baton. Yeah, I I remember though, like you know for you know, and Jimmy G did improve a little bit, but the the biggest difference I see with 
you know, Jimmy G and Brock Purdy is, you know, if it's third and medium, third and long, third third down in a passing, obvious passing situation, it's like, oh, fuck, Jimmy G's not going to make this play to, yeah okay, I, I, I trust, I have confidence that Brock Purdy can make this play. Absolutely. That's definitely the difference between the two quarterbacks, that Brock Purdy is willing to take a deep shot, and he's also willing to throw to the edges. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo is down the middle. Yeah. Right? That, that's his, he's going to throw there every single time, and he's not going to, like, He's not going to hit somebody that's like streaking down the side side of the field. Yeah, Brock Purdy is absolutely capable of doing that, uh-huh. which gives us a lot more options, I think, in those in those deep situations yeah, that we need to, totally. to have. Also, I think he's decently mobile. Like he's he's a lot yeah. more mobile than Jimmy G was. Yeah, I don't think he's a running threat as a quarterback, but um, he's young and yeah. he's capable of getting out of the pocket and making a throw. Um, so I am absolutely pleased with Brock Purdy, but he's coming into Philadelphia away. This is the best team he's ever played by far. Um, other than other than Jalen Hurts' Oklahoma team back in college. I get, and what happened then? He lost. Yeah, oh, um, one point. Yeah, that's true. One point. That's not bad. But yeah. hey, we want to win. Yeah, that's one right. Point yeah. In this game. Um, so how do you think that a rookie going into Philly, Philadelphia is going to feel? At, do you think that the that the nerves are going to get to him? He's been pretty icy throughout, throughout yeah. his career, but I mean, yeah, that's my thing. It's like. At this point, Brock Purdy, you know, like we've seen it with his play. We've heard it from his teammates in the media. Brock Purdy has balls of steel. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's there's no reason to believe that that they're gonna that he's gonna crack. Um, you know, Brock Brock Purdy is that guy, and his his teammates have said that, and I I believe it from what I've seen myself. Um. I'm, you know, I'm not guaranteeing a 300-yard, three-touchdown performance from Brock Purdy, but I don't think Brock Purdy's going to lose us this game. Yeah. Knock okay. on wood. I mean, I, I really hope so, too. Obviously, that's like, that's it. But still, though, I, I can't I can't shake the feeling, though. Like, my number one concern with this team is I'm worried about how Brock Purdy's going to play. Because in the game against Seattle, in the first game uh, of the playoff, the wild card round, he comes out and he does not play well for his first drive. It just does not look good. He tries to throw like three interceptions. Luckily, he doesn't. <laughs> um, and he was missing He was missing people. The first time that I had seen Brock Purdy really go out there and like actually miss people like vintage Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> um, but then against, against, uh, against the Cowboys this last weekend, he didn't play great either. There were a couple throws where he... Was missing he, people, and he almost he almost had a couple interceptions. Yeah, they weren't like you know obvious like he threw it to the guy and the guy just dropped it, but they were definitely the wrong reads um, that yeah. he was making. So, but I Dallas, don't think he's perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, but you don't need to be perfect as the 49ers quarterback. Um, you need to just make the right choices and and be able to throw on third down, and that's what Pretty does. Um, and I think he's allowed to struggle against Dallas's defense which was a top 3 defense in the NFL this year yeah, top absolutely. you know top 5 top 3 whatever defense in the NFL this year and he might not have come out firing against Seattle but if you look at his numbers from that Seattle game they were incredible you know he he didn't turn did he turn the ball over against Seattle I don't think he did I can't remember um but yeah he had like i think three passing three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown and over 300 yards in the air like in his first playoff start, and it's like if if Brock Purdy gives you as much confidence as you can 
possibly ask for out of a rookie quarterback in the playoffs. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. That that right there. And I do think it's enough. Uh, okay, okay, great, great. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I've, I don't know. Uh, everyone talks about Kurt Warner, right, about his rookie year, about how that was amazing. I don't think we've seen in recent history a rookie quarterback even make this far. I can't remember a time when there was a, a rookie quarterback. Right, because rookie again, quarterbacks good enough to do this are usually drafted exactly high enough to not be on in these in these situations not be on, a, on a good team right um but if there's any team that a rookie that you know can plug in a quarterback and go it's the 49ers right so um i am really 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 excited to see this game uh what do you what, let's get some predictions what are your prediction what's your prediction for this game for this game yeah. um i i think the niners win i think it's going to be close um i think the niners win by one possession I can see that too. I also, I'm also going to say uh, 49ers win by one possession. It's going to be a good game. I'm really excited to see just going up against a good, a good talented. Yeah. Team. Um, that that I think going into the playoffs, that was our pitfall. We haven't, you know, like the only good team we played in the regular season was the Chiefs, who spanked us. Yeah. But we were a different team back then. Yeah, and and I mean we've played two solid teams up to this point in the playoffs. Dallas is good. Dallas was a good team, um, but Dak Prescott played like shit that yeah. game. Like um, Niners defense, give him credit. No, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like his two interceptions were yeah. not Niners uh, defense. Yeah. Like interceptions, they were they were Dak Prescott interceptions. <laughs> um, so <laughs> sorry if you're a Cowboys fan listening. Yeah. If you're Aiden, listen, I'm actually not yeah. not very sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So yeah. Let's. Hey man. Yeah. Sorry. Let's go Niners. Bang bang. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the 49ers quarterback situation going in the next season a little bit. Um, it is. A little bit bittersweet that Jimmy G is going to be leaving, especially because, you know, especially after the rough first two, three games, whatever it was at the beginning of the season, he was playing really, really good football. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jimmy G is a free agent, and I, I don't see a scenario where he comes back as a third stringer when he could make more money for more playing time elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, um, sorry. Sorry, no, I'm, I'm just saying the, the Niners are in a great situation. Yeah, it's where, a good problem to have. Where we have two quarterbacks who are capable of starting NFL games who are on rookie contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only do we have one, we have two. So that just means that, sorry, like if you're trying to get paid more than $5 million a year to be our quarterback, it's just not going to happen. Right, and and why would we pay a guy $5 million to be our third stringer? Um, a lot more uncertainty around Trey Lance, um, who is, I, I did read an ESPN article about this, he is making a good amount of money. Um, despite yeah. it being a rookie contract, because he, he was drafted third overall, the, the third pick will make money. That, yeah, that's a guarantee. Um, like it's it's by no means a rookie minimum. Like no, totally, it, it's way more. And, like uh, kind of like you know James Wiseman's contract isn't James ginormous, but like yeah, James Wiseman makes ten million dollars a year, which is five or ten times as much as a vet mint. So like it, it is a it is a you know it is a contract that takes up noticeable amounts of space. Um, which and that ESPN article I read said it it would make it harder to trade Trey Lance um, if that's the direction the Niners want to move in. Um, I don't think <clears throat> I, I'm a, I'm still pretty undecided on what I want to happen. But what I think will happen is the Niners keep Lance, um, and because you know the Niners of all people know the value of having more it's than one yeah yes. having more than one capable quarterback. Um, so the Niners, I believe, will keep Lance because they've already invested a lot in him, um, and I think what they've invested into him is far outweighs what they will get from him in a trade. Um, and 
what oh sorry <laughs> um and and you know the 49ers know the value of having a you know more than one good quarterback so therefore i think what they're going to do is keep lance and purdy and you know give lance a fair opportunity and have a quarterback battle but i see that quarterback battle being brock purdy's to lose cuz through this point in time you could not at you know brock purdy cannot have done anything more to earn that starting quarterback job for the future. I completely agree with what you just said. Everything about that, fully true. There is another element of it, though, <coughs> where if we lose, for I think if we go to the Super Bowl, the Niners have no reason at all to look at anyone else but Brock Purdy for the quarterback yeah. position. If we lose on Sunday, Aaron Rodgers might want to hit the market. Tom Brady might want to hit the market. So that's another aspect of this. What if Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded the 49ers um it's 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 hard to justify that because you you know you're, you're bringing in 50 million dollars and you only get one or two seasons of a quarterback when you already have two good young quarterbacks who you know benching two starting caliber young quarterbacks is really really hard to justify but you get to have a season behind Aaron Rodgers right and so that'll do one of them good but that that won't do uh-huh. both. Of them. I I, okay. can, I can't see that being. Well, well, then again, I think though, I think though, involved in a trade for Aaron Rodgers would have to be Trey Lance. Okay. Or Brock Purdy, but uh, probably yeah. not. But I mean, I, I don't know how Jordan Love. Jordan Love hasn't been hasn't been great. Um, I I don't know how, if they would want if they would want Trey Lance. Uh, I think everyone would want Brock Purdy just because the the situation that he's in. Um, so I think one of them goes probably in a trade. If yeah, or, yeah, that 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 would make it definitely make it more justifiable. Um, I think my opinion on if the 49ers lose, how Brock Purdy gets looked at, is is different. I don't think Brock Purdy like even if Brock Purdy lays an egg on Sunday, God forbid, I still think he's the man. Okay. And I, I, I and I think the 49ers think that too. What about if Tom Brady wants <coughs> to sign with the 49ers? Um. I, I think that makes it even harder because it, you 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 would have to find a way to trade away. Probably trade Lance. I think he's a free agent. Right. No. Right. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't do it exactly. Like I wouldn't do it with those two quarterbacks. So I would only sign Brady if I knew I could move one of the quarterbacks, preferably Lance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. I think I I kind of agree with that. Uh, I don't even really know about Tom Brady to be honest. Yeah. Um. I I was not. I I think coaching was an issue in. Um, Tampa Bay this year. His O line too. Yeah, his, shit the bed. Yep. Um, and I think his midlife crisis didn't help either. Yeah. Um, I think being able to play for his childhood team and be home, and focus on you know like kind of you know, restart in life. You know you're living on a different side of the country. Yeah. Um, I think the the Niners will be able to get way more out of Brady. Um than the Bucks did this year. That being said, there are no excuses for Brady if he comes to San Francisco, especially with how successful way worse quarterbacks have been. That's true. So if Brady comes to San Francisco and doesn't win a Super Bowl, yeah, I mean, Brady's bad. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, that's actually true. And if, you know, even if the, if he does, imagine if he doesn't make the NFC Championship and right, Brock yeah, Purdy did. Yeah, it's like, wow, yeah, they went, yeah, the 49ers went further with Brock Purdy than they did Tom Brady. Yeah. But I do think it would be sick as fuck. To, like, I think Tom Brady would be really good for Brock Purdy. Yes. Because they have yes. such similar origin, Absolutely. excuse me, such similar origin stories. Yeah, and I Purdy probably has a lot to learn from Brady, and it would be probably. cool to see Brady pass the mantle <laughs> to Purdy. So I think out of all the new quarterback scenarios, you 
you presented. I think my most ideal one would be we bring in Brady and find a way to cash out Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get, you know, we get some of those first rounders back that we use to move up to get him. Um, and then unless we make the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Well, uh, yes. I my my ideal situation is still Brock Purdy for next year. We win the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy. Yes, yeah. yeah. But no, if 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 God came down to me and said the 49ers will be getting a new quarterback, but you can choose how it goes, and it's like not Mahomes or Allen, like yeah. you know, it's like you know, like a, a realistic one of those situations. My ideal scenario would be we get we sign Brady, find a way to cash out, you know, recuperate the value some as much value as we can from Lance mm-hmm. um, and then have Brady spend a year passing the mantle to Purdy and hopefully get in the ring. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. I think there's another game yeah. <laughs> uh, going on here. Who cares about that though? This weekend, Bengals and Chiefs. That's going to be a very interesting one. There's a lot of storylines mm-hmm. going into this game, right? Patrick Mahomes gets injured in this last game. Mm-hmm. He does come back and play, but it's very clear that his ankle is not okay. Yeah. And then he gets diagnosed with a high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain is a very serious injury. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will spend a month out with a high ankle sprain, even more. Um, but Patrick Mahomes says he's going to play, uh, and I think that he will, given that it's a very, very, very important game. Um, and what's happened the last three times that the Bengals came and, and played against the Chiefs, the Bengals won. Yeah. So uh, I have a take. I have a personal opinion about how this game is going to go, but – uh, what do you think? What do you think, Greenberg? Um, I like the Bengals. Um, the Chiefs have a better quarterback, and they have the best tight end of all time, and maybe when it's all said and done, the best quarterback of all time, who is playing hurt. Um, and other than that, I'm not in love with the Chiefs. Um, they do have a knack of winning I, I will give them that they, do. they they win they win a lot of football games and they're very good at winning football games and um despite having some weaker positional groups um uh i don't know if there is any positional group that's like weak on their team i, w- I would definitely their their, their d-line is very good their d-line is great chris jones there yeah chris jones is good is frank clark good. Yeah. um but their 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 defense you know it's like and you know they i i think this was sort of intentional they're they're okay with not having a great defense and it it shows with how they spend their money sure um and that being said i do like how the Bengals are more well-rounded and i i think the weakest Bengals link is a lot better than the chiefs weakest link um in terms of who's gonna be out on the field i don't know man um eli apple eli apple's been talking a lot of shit i saw i saw i saw a tweet saying uh eli apple's the the pat bev of the NFL. He kind of is, because yeah. he's not very good. No, like, <laughs> he's not, yeah. He's not a very good player. No. He's much more of a barker than a... Yeah, a biter. Biter, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's like the Chiefs... Ha- or sorry, the, the Bengals have a arguably top three quarterback in the NFL right now. So I would, I would argue top two. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow's a winner. You know, it's like... And here's the thing. Here's the thing. What, what, what the Chiefs have built over the last three, four years... The Bengals could very well be doing that same thing right now. You know, it's like this is a opportunity for the Bengals to prove that they are, you know, a four years behind schedule Chiefs. And but this could be the moment that they show, hey, what the Chiefs have built, we just finished building and we go toe to toe with these guys. I have no doubt that they go toe to toe with them. 
I, I don't I don't have any doubt about that. But here's my opinion about this, right? The Chiefs have been in my head the favorite for a very long time. Oh, okay. Well, then they, then they must be the best team in the NFL because they they've got headspace. And, and Lucas I Hawkins. get things correct. I, let's think <laughs> right. back to what happened in the in the, the championship game, right? Also, I'm actually on a little bit of a win streak. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not point that out right now when I say this. I guessed I, I got the that the first it's very similar to this this that I got correct as well. The Cowboys went to Tampa Bay to play against Tom Brady, right? Everyone's saying, Oh, Tom Brady, he's the best ever. How is he gonna lose? He never lost to the Cowboys. No, the Cowboys are a better team. When it comes down to it, the Cowboys are a better team, and they smash. Yeah, but the Buccaneers suck. The Buccaneers were not great. Then what did I bet on? I bet on, I bet on the Bengals to beat the Bills in the game because I watched how the game was going, and I said, you know what? The Bills aren't playing very well. The Bengals are playing great. The Bengals are going to win this game. Bam! I bet on the Bengals. I win. I also predicted that the 49ers were going to cover the spread against the against the Cowboys. Not a big deal. I was going to guess that no matter what. Then, last night, the Warriors are playing the Grizzlies. I live bet the Warriors down seven, plus 440, and I cash out because Jordan Poole hits a game winner. <laughs> so, what am I saying right now? The Chiefs are the best team in the league. They are going to cover the spread easily. If you want to win money, bet on the Chiefs. Here's what I'm thinking. Everyone likes the Bengals. Everyone likes the Bengals. Last year, they were the team that no one expected. Amer- America wants the Bengals to win. America wants the Bengals to win, right? Last year, last year they were the team that no one expected to, to do well. And they made it to the Super Bowl. And everyone mm-hmm. wanted them to win, but they didn't win. Yeah. This year, there is much more expectation on them. People are thinking, oh, it's Joe Burrow. He's a winner. He comes into Kansas City, and he beats Patrick Mahomes' ass because he owns him. That's, that's too much of a narrative in my head to think, like, oh, everyone's thinking this is what's going to happen. It happened before. It's going to happen again. No, let's let's forget about all of that. Who is the better team, the Chiefs or the Bengals? And if you asked me last week before Patrick Mahomes got injured, I would say, what are you talking about? The Bengals, the Chiefs should be favored by ten in this game. Patrick Mahomes is injured, so I think it's gonna be a lot closer. But that's another narrative portion of it. The the Chiefs are underdogs in this game. You need to bet on them. They are the best team. They are the better team. They're gonna win. Yeah, I I, I think I, yeah I like it's it is close for me. Um. I think you are more confident in the Chiefs than I am confident in the Bengals. I'm very confident. In the <laughs> like the and the the fact that the Bengals are favored in Kansas City. How much are they favored by? I think it's just one. Okay. Yeah, I mean honestly, like my line would be zero point five or even, um, if I was the one setting it. Um, I think, and I, I think I think these are the four best teams in the NFL, and I do think they're all very close to each other. Like, I would say, no team has a greater than thirty percent chance to win the Super Bowl. Or less than twenty percent chance to win the Super Bowl. I like think that's a, that's I think, a good assessment. Yeah, I think every team. You know, it's like normally in sports when there are four teams left, there's one team that stands out as the clear favorite, or like, wow, they, yeah, or like, yeah, like they're not as good as the other teams. That's not the case. I think every team has between a twenty and thirty percent chance of winning the Super Bowl, and I think that's you know that that's cool. That's sports. That's great. Yeah. No, totally. Like I, I couldn't tell you who's going to win based on these four. I wouldn't be like, this is actually. I'm taking that back. The Chiefs are the best team that are there, but. I still don't know. They're not. They're not. When I take them against the 49ers, you know that's yeah. a different situation. And but something, something right now the Chiefs and the Bengals. I think they're <sighs> something curious is you've you have been bringing up Patrick Mahomes' injury more than I have, and yet you still have the Chiefs. I do. I think that it goes into this this narrative as well. Where so you don't think he's really gonna play? play no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I do think he's gonna he's gonna be injured. 
I do absolutely think he's going to be injured, but I think that they're going to shoot him up like so hard that he's not going to be able to feel it. <laughs> yeah. Knowing Patrick Mahomes, too, he's an absolute gamer. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to like try his hardest. And then also in the possession in the Chiefs game against the Jaguars, where Patrick Mahomes was out, Chad Henney drove 98 yards down the he's field. A, he's a Michigan. Touchdown. He's a Michigan product. So that guy, he's not bad. He's absolutely, he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league for sure. Um, I don't think he'd be a starter anywhere, but like I think he can hold it down. So I think he still get like even if this game was like no Patrick Mahomes, I still think that the the Chiefs have a chance. Uh, I I don't. Um, I think if Patrick Mahomes isn't playing, the Bengals are gonna win by a trillion points. Okay. Um, I think that makes the Chiefs defense worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I do remember Chad Henney uh, in that playoff game against the Browns. Mahomes got knocked out for like. I don't know, half a quarter or something like that, but it was the fourth quarter. And, like, Chad Henney picked up, like, the game-winning first down in a very close game. Yeah. Um, so. he's, just a, he's just a veteran, you know. He just knows what he's doing out yeah, there. Yeah. I, I have confidence in, in Chad Henney. Um, <laughs> I don't want – I want to make this clear. I do not want the Chiefs to win. I want the Bengals to win. Yeah, like me too. Everyone else. Me they too. are uh, a much cooler team in my mind. Yeah. I like Joe Burrow. I don't like I, the Chiefs. I like them more, and I'd rather play them as and the I would Niners. much rather play them too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, go Bengals. Go Niners. Um, everything else to say about the NFL playoffs? Um, no, that's that's probably enough football for for today. For sure. Um, but we're we're definitely not going two episodes without talking about basketball. It's time. Um, and the Warriors panic meter makes its well deserved return. Yes. Um, you know, in in the time since. Uh, so sorry about the drumming. Yeah, that yeah, that that kind of sucks. But uh, us not having a. We just freestyle, freestyle in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us, us not uh, renting out a studio or having a lease to a studio, and we are in fact recording this on my computer in our bedroom. Um, we share a bed. Yes. Don't tell them that, bro. <laughs> bro, you told them that. <laughs> um, uh, we we make do with what we have. Anyways, um, in the time since uh, Steph has come back, Wiggins has come back, but isn't he out again? Yeah, he's been out again. Yeah. Um, and the Warriors have been, you know, I remember there was a time right around New Year's. Um, the Warriors, you know, pulled three games out of their candy little asses, you know, and absolutely stole those games. They did not deserve to win those games, but they had some fourth quarter heroics, won those games, and then they lost a couple close games, mm-hmm. um, some heartbreakers. And, you know, it's been a couple games where we like what we see and then a couple games where it's like that was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and... I would describe my Warriors panic meter as plateauing. Um, it's still high. It's still up there. Um, but it's sort of flattening out because at least the Warriors aren't continuing to lose. Um, they're not consistently losing. Um, but the the panic meter is still up there, and the fact that we haven't turned it around has left it up there. So I think plateauing is the best way to describe how I feel with my panic meter. I think that's valid. It's just, it's a It's a mix of, like... The Warriors have a, a bad problem on defense. We, I just checked it out before this episode. We're ranked 18th overall in defensive rating, which that is, is very uncharacteristic. Yeah, and not not as bad as it was earlier in the season. Yeah, no, it's been it getting better. Dead last. It's yeah. been getting better, but um, still being ranked 18th is, is yeah, not good. Not good enough. We are second worst in turnovers per game. Um, mm-hmm. So we are turning over the ball almost as bad as yeah. the Houston Rockets, which is a team full of. College students. Yeah, literally college students. Yeah. Um, turnovers, have, like, though not this bad, turnovers have 
always been a problem for the Warriors. They have been, but not not this bad. Yeah, not, not this bad. Not, yeah, literally yeah, the worst in the league. Combined with this below average defense, we yeah. give up a lot, a lot of points. Yes. So offensively, we are still a good team. Um, Jordan Poole hasn't been shooting great, but we're still a team that's capable of, of hanging with anyone mm. on the offensive side, which has made for this like really interesting like situation where some nights we'll lose to. The Pistons at home. Yeah. We lose to the Pistons at home. We lost then, the Magic twice this year, didn't but we? But then, we lost the Magic twice and the Pistons twice. And the Pistons twice. And, but then, we'll go to Boston and beat the Celtics. Yeah. You know, like... Or take them to overtime, at yeah. least. So... Uh, and beat Memphis twice. Beat Memphis twice. Yeah. So, it, you know, <coughs> it doesn't... It doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but we're sitting here more than halfway through the season, 500, and we've been 500, like, yeah. so you, many you times. You really would have thought they'd turn it around by now. So it's just this weird like thing. I just pray because I still think that the Warriors are capable of of beating any team in the league. Yeah, I still I, absolutely think that. I, I believe that too. I think if the Warriors play their best, they are the best team in the NBA. Um, and we are fortunate in that there's such a excuse me, such a such a clusterfuck between the fourth seed and the tenth seed in the exactly. West. You know, we only need to get hot for five games and. And we're we don't even have to worry about the plan. Um, yeah. So if we can make the playoffs, there's no doubt in my mind that we are yeah. championship contenders. Yes, exactly. Like it's it's still hard to find any team in the NBA that can go. Yes, I think that team will beat the Warriors four times. Yeah, because it hasn't happened in a while. Right. So, yeah. Um, and it hasn't happened in the West in a since long time. In in nine years. Nine years. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I like I like a lot of the other teams in the league. There, there's some good teams. Um, Hasn't happened in like 20 years for the Kings. <laughs> Kings undefeated. Yeah, the Kings have not lost a playoff series in, a in such a long time. Yeah, um, I agree with your plateau meter. That's probably where I am too. I just really hope that some things turn around and we can do better. Um, you know, the defense hasn't been great. We lost Mike Brown. That's not been a helpful thing. Yeah, and and Mike Brown, I think what he's doing in Sacramento is a testament to how valuable he was in Golden absolutely, State. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a very defensive-minded coach, and he's, he's a very good coach. And everyone said when he left. I remember he, he left, and everyone was praising him, talking about how good of a coach he was. They mentioned how everyone, meaning the players and the Warriors, um, they mentioned how hard practice practices he ran, how tough are the practices mm-hmm. that they were. Um, and as a defensive coach, I'm assuming he's you know running a lot of very tough defensive drills. Uh, I'm sure that's helped the Kings out. And I'm sure it would have helped the Warriors out this year. So yeah, it sucks. Um, I also miss Gary Payton more than anything. Yeah, Otto Porter too. Not as much, but yeah, mainly Gary Payton. Yeah, but, but yeah, 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 yeah. I love Dante Divincenzo though. Yeah, you know, yeah, he he's clutch. Um, he's clutch. He's a good defender. Yeah, he's just like a very capable. Like shooter. when he's on the floor in the fourth quarter, I I smile. He doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he does not. <laughs> that's, turn that, the ball yeah, over. that's that's important. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Theoretically, if the Warriors, you know, approach the end of the season and it's, you know, exact same situation, the panic meter goes up because you don't want to go into the playoffs yeah. like this. You can't be 500. So, yeah. So at what point do we need to turn it around? You know, even if we keep playing the same, eventually the panic meter will go up. So at what point do we need to improve by for the panic meter not to go up again? That's a good question. I think we have to be to be considered like... Uh, to win a title, like we have to be like five, ten games above five hundred, right? Like we have to win ten more games than we lose. Yeah. So, 
at this point, there's how many games left? There's been 50 games almost. There's been 40, 48 games. Sure. Um, something like that. <laughs> yeah. For, so yeah. we have we have like 35, some around 35 games left. I Maybe think less. We kind of need to turn it around within the next 10 games. Yeah, I think I, I, we're, we're hitting the all-star break at the right time. Yeah. Um, um, I would say, you know, like the Warriors don't need to come out firing after the all-star break, but that is when it's going to be easiest. Yes. Um, is game one after the all-star break, that will be the easy, easiest time to turn it around. Um, if they don't, there will still be time. I would say that point that I described um, happens with 15, 15 games left. Maybe. Yeah, well, de- maybe definitely more. then. Like 15, yeah. Then again, then again, you remember last year how we kind of shit the bed? We only needed four games. And we had four games where we played great. Yep. Um, and then it, we just carried the momentum to the playoffs. Yeah. But we did look a lot better throughout the regular season. So. Yeah, yeah. We were. Yeah, we also weren't – I don't think at any point last season were we as in the mud as we are now. Yeah, like deep into the deep into the year looking at a play-in spot. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I. Uh, what can the Warriors do to turn? What sh- what need? What do the English Ryan? What do the Warriors need to do to turn that around? Uh, I look at Jordan Poole, number one here um, because he hasn't shot great from beyond the arc. He's shot I think about thirty two percent on the year, and last year he was about thirty six. Mm. Um, I don't think he's bad, but he's also uh, one of the league leaders in turnovers this year. Yeah. So, and he does not. He's just a terrible defender. Yeah. So it's really effort. Like I hope, I hope that something clicks in his mind. Every time I watch him, I just get so like, I'm like, come on, Jordan, because he's having so much fun. I know. He's having way too much fun <laughs> out there. It's like, dude, yeah. It's like, yeah. like if it, like if if we're not winning as you know if if we're not winning as much as we are, um, or sorry, when we're not winning as much as we are not winning. Like, don't have so much fucking fun out there. <laughs> exactly. Like, focus up. So yeah. that's what I want to happen. I want Draymond Green to get over the fact that he punched him in the face earlier this year yeah. and realize it is okay to talk shit to him, right? Yeah. He need, he's, it's okay. Just because he's making a lot of money now doesn't mean that you can't, like, <laughs> tell him that he needs to get back is he, on is he make, He's making more than Draymond once the extension kicks in, right? Yeah, then he'll make yeah. more. Um, yeah, it, Jordan Poole, I, I was looking at his numbers recently. Um, he's actually scoring more a game this year than he did last year. I believe that because Steph was out for a while. Yeah. Um, but, well, Steph was also out last year too. And, and Clay. Um, That's true. But, yeah, his efficiency is down. And so with Jordan Poole, when your shot selection, turnovers, and defense are that bad. Um, you can't shoot 32% from three, bro. Right, yeah. And and it's like last year so many times I watched Poole, I'm like, oh, he shouldn't take that shot. But it's like, oh, but he makes it anyways. Give this man the green light. I love this guy. And now it's like, JP, like – this is the fourth time this quarter you've jacked up a shot like that, and they haven't gone in. Stop. Like, yeah, I, Jordan Poole's – he was definitely luckier last year than he is this year. Yeah. He got he got away with his bad shot selection, yeah. and now he's just heat-checking himself, and it's not working. Yeah, I think he's a little bit too confident, unfortunately. He's a little bit yeah. too confident. He needs to, he needs to realize, like – like what we, what we and especially too, he's year. he's got he's got the two best shooters of all time on on the floor with That's him. That's true. What we missed from last year is right, like what we just said. Mike Brown, Draymond's not yelling at him anymore because he got punched in the face, mm-hmm. and we miss a Gary Payton. So we're missing like a, a two defensive, actually three defensive influences, including one that is like someone who's really trying to prove it, who's like a young presence, even though he wasn't that young, but like still a presence of like a guy who's just new in the league and right. Like, I'm going to do everything that I can do to make this team win. And 
we don't really have that. So Steph Curry, I'm calling on you if you're listening right now. Um, don't dab Jordan Poole up when he when when he hits the game winner. Yeah. Like last night. Don't dab him up. Tell him what the fuck are you doing on defense? You're getting cooked by John Morant every single time. Yeah. So that's what I have to say. Yeah. Um. Where? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's something more to it than that. I haven't figured out what it is yet. It's just, I don't know, losing losing to as many shitty teams as we have, it bad taste. Um, yeah. And we're just gonna we're gonna have to find a way. And you know, it, the, the Warriors the Warriors are good at finding a way. They they've done that a lot over they the are. past eight years. Um, but we we need you know, and, and unless unless we want this dynasty to end, we gotta find a way. Um, cause I think if we do go out in like the first round or earlier, Oof. Ugh, like I don't, I mean, granted, granted did, you know, it, we didn't see ourselves getting back to the top of the mountain and we did. Um, but you know, this time we only have ourselves to blame if, you know, assuming, you know, nobody gets hurt majorly in the next couple months, but, um, Dude, come on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Warriors just got to find a way, and they've given, and I maintain hope because the Warriors have given me every reason that when it counts, they will find a way. But I would rather see it sooner than later. Well said. Well said. All right. Um, that is all the content we have for today. Uh, as always, we appreciate you listening, whether that's local here in Santa Barbara or across California or all the way out in Belgium. All shout our viewers. Out. Yeah, shout out. Um, DM us. Uh, we'll, we'll, DM we'll us on our social. Yeah, we'll hook you up with some merch. Um, uh, big things coming up for Unentitled Sports. What those are, I don't exactly know. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there to keep you guys excited. And as always... No, no, we're just not telling them right now. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking at it right now, yeah. but I'm just not going to tell you guys. Yep. Um, uh, as always, thank you guys for listening.